0: plushcare.com slash loss Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Red Men Bitesize podcast. I'm Steve Hall. It's Wednesday, the 10th of May, and I'm here with a pretty transfer-heavy show, both in terms of targets and, indeed, potentially the man who could be making said transfers if reports are to be believed. I'm going to be talking about Ugarte Schuermanyi, but first up, I'm going to be talking about Jörg Schmadke, who it looks like, according to Fabrizio Romano, is now imminently going to become the Liverpool's new sporting director. The agreement apparently is in place, it's all signed to delivered. The only thing we're waiting for on this is actually how long Schmadke is going to be in charge of the transfers for. I saw Dom King in the mail reporting he's about to sign a three-year contract, tying him into the same length of time at the club as Jürgen Klopp, his mate who is basically part of the hiring process. There are other reports coming from Germany um, that suggest otherwise, that it's only a three-month contract. I think Jan Fjordcroft indeed was one of the people who were reporting such thing as well. So, yeah, it's it's fascinating, really. We don't really know exactly how long he's going to be in charge, but it looks like he will be in charge, whether it's a long-term thing or if Liverpool are just getting somebody in to deal with the summer. I'm not quite sure, but either way, it looks like the agreement is... Is nearly complete. It's nearly there. And the former Wolfsburg director will work with Jürgen Klopp when it comes to getting new signings together, maybe dealing players out of the club, new contracts, all that kind of stuff. It looks like we're nearly there with that one. Obviously, Julian Ward handed his notice in a long time ago. It's been a long old time since Julian Ward obviously decided he was going to be leaving the club. He took over from Michael Edwards, who also left the club. Um, a lot of change happening around Liverpool. And yes, Schmadker, it looks like, will be in, uh, imminently appointed. We still don't know if it's going to be a year, three years, three months, three weeks, three days. Who knows? Um, but the reports in Germany are pretty adamant that it's only three months. Which essentially does that mean Liverpool couldn't get someone in place, and they were just they just had to get someone in because they knew Julian Ward was was leaving. If it's three years, that would make mean that they've obviously done the homework, and he's the guy they want. But yeah, it's a it's a strange one, really, the fact that they have got this far into it without this being sought. I was convinced when Julian Ward handed us notes and that this would all be well boxed off by an hour into May, you know, Julian Ward leaves very, very soon. Liverpool are doing a lot of work on transfers now, which I know Julian's involved with, but I'm surprised it's taken them this long and maybe it's taken them longer than they thought or anticipated. And perhaps that's why Schmadke, if it is only a three-month deal, perhaps that's what it's for. It basically gets them through this window and then they will see where they're at then. Um, but ideally, you want your sporting director to be in place long term. You want someone with a long term vision. For me, this smacks of if it is that is the case that it's the Jürgen Klopp show. Jürgen's getting what he wants in terms of transfers, and he's in charge. He just needs somebody to help him along the way with the process and getting things completed. But if if the sporting director is a short term appointment, somebody is driving the long term vision of the football club, and I can only presume that would be the manager who's getting himself a little bit more, I say a little bit more, a lot more power. So definitely want to keep an eye on him, but it looks like, yeah, George Maddler will be appointed soon. Time will tell how long that contract is. Right then, let's talk about Manuel Ugarte. According to a report from Records, the Portuguese outlet, Liverpool are now the front runners to sign sporting centre midfielder Manuel Ugarte having watched the player very intensely over the last few weeks. A bid is expected to arrive with the agents of the player from Liverpool this week. There's been a lot of mixed news about Ugarte. The reports in Portugal seem more certain that he is going to join Liverpool where... Report in England and the UK have suggested maybe otherwise, but um, yeah, apparently his release clause is around fifty two point two million pounds, according to that report from um from Record actually um, and yeah, they said Liverpool will uh, meet with his representatives this week in, in order to submit a player with Liverpool wanting to get him a little bit cheaper than that release clause um. According to this, uh, this Anfield, who have followed up on the story, Adam BT's reporting suggests that Liverpool have had scouts watching him for a while, um, and yeah. Essentially, he's the man. Again, this goes against... There's been talk from the English, the Liverpool-based press in particular, our very own Neil Jones, off Journal Insights, kind of suggests it wasn't as advanced as maybe the, the the reporting in Portugal suggests. We saw Dom King in the other day in the mail. He said Liverpool's targets are very much um, Mount Gravenberg, and McAllister and Mateus Nunez as well. Not letting that one go. That one's still, um, still there or thereabout. But apparently... The, the reporting in Portugal is different, um, and sporting see the player as a, as a profitable asset. and A sale could go a long way to helping the club balance their book. So, it very much is a, a case of Portuguese media saying one thing, UK based media saying something else. Who's right? Who's wrong? Listen, who might we don't basically we don't know, but what I would say is that quite often these transfer stories have come more from the, the, the country of the player. you know. I remember a lot of media in the UK suggesting Thiago wasn't the target for Liverpool, he wasn't going to sign, and then before you know it, he had signed. So I don't really understand, well, I don't know who to believe, who not to believe nobody you knows. People are getting fed their own information from their own sources, no one's just making this stuff up, they're just asking the questions to the people they've got access to. But if you're, if you, you know, this is like the, the third or fourth different outlet over in Portugal now, who have said that Liverpool are ready to buy Sporting's manual, Agate. And if that is the case, then, you know, Liverpool are getting themselves a number six, a number six player, a destroyer type midfielder, uh, maybe to work alongside or in place of Fabinho. Fabinho's looked a bit better in recent weeks, but obviously he's had a bit more help with Trent to his side. There was talk beforehand that it looked like he might have been finished, his legs looked done. He's had a bit of a resurgence recently, but maybe Liverpool are looking for number six, an out-and-out one. And this guy, you know, obviously 22 years old, had a relatively affordable fee. I still think Liverpool are probably looking to spend somewhere in the range of like, 150 to £200 million pound on their midfield this year I think they want that I think they want Mount and maybe it's one other maybe it is Agate and they think they can get them all for you know, basically a, a similar price than uh, Drew Bellingham might have ended up costing once all the add-ons are involved um, but yeah apparently we'll see how this one goes but the, the outlets in Portugal seem convinced that the Uruguayan is very much a target and Liverpool are, uh, are going to throw bid in this week. We'll, of course, keep an eye on it here on Bytesaz and on all the other shows we've got here on Red Men and Red Men Plus, including Journal Insight, which I'll be recording with Neil Jones tomorrow, Thursday. But yeah, so keep an eye out on that one. But yeah, it, it, again, Portuguese media seem convinced that this is coming. We'll find out in due course if they are right. Right then, last story, and it's a familiar name. It is Aurelian Many, According to outlets, well, various outlets, really, the the Real Madrid midfielder isn't exactly thrilled with how things have gone at Real Madrid, and Liverpool are... Still interested in signing them. According to a report from 19 and Graham Bailey, Liverpool's desire to sign Schumaney hasn't faded. They wanted him last summer. They weren't able to get him as he opted to go to Real Madrid. Um, but according to a report, yeah, Liverpool would be interested in signing Aurelian Schumachery from Real Madrid, even if it meant on a loan deal, because Liverpool needs to retool in their midfield. Um if the recent reports linking Real Madrid with Jude Bellingham are true there is a chance that Madrid could consider cashing in on Schuermannia or indeed letting them go out on loan uh, as they've already got plenty of options in there. We saw, I watched them play Manchester City last night. They had Cruz, they had Modric, they have Camavinga, they have Valverde. Of course, now there's a potential for them to go and add uh, Jude Bellingham according to the latest reports as well. But yeah, whether the player is interested in, in leaving, apparently he's not too thrilled with the suggestions that he's he's, he's going to fall even further down the pecking and order. now, would Liverpool take a player on loan for a season? I mean, Jürgen Klopp's loan deals have tended to be emergencies only, really, haven't they? You know, he hasn't he hasn't generally taken a player on loan because he's not, he's not that way inclined. He, he, I think you mentioned him saying, well, you know, developing other clubs' players for them. When he has done loan deals, it's tended to be because he's been in a desperate situation. You know, your Calkers, your Ozan your, um, your Kabak, your Arthur Mellows recently, none of them have, have quite worked out for Liverpool. And... and so whether Jürgen isn't really interested alone, in I don't know, but um, yeah, if he's available and and there's talk that you that Madrid might sell him, then Lip, I can imagine what Liverpool would want to be right all the way over this one. You know, there were reports semi recently, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, saying that Madrid potentially could let him leave if they do indeed get um get Jude Bellingham over the line. Um, listening. if Liverpool can get Schuermany for anything close to what they um, would you pay for them, I'm sure they would bite your hand off. How realistic that is at this time, it's hard to know, really. It's hard to say, but listen, the, 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 the reports go out of Spain that you know Liverpool are interested in, in going back in for him. Whether Carlo Ancelotti was happy to let him go is another matter. Obviously, he didn't play against Manchester City last night, and he's not really... At the forefront, he isn't even really the first sub on, I, w- I would presume. They've got other options in there that they might be potentially wanting to use. So he might he, listen, there's a chance that he is potentially there, thereabouts. But uh, Graham Bailey's reports if Liverpool could get him, they could get him. But but Carlo Ancelotti might be thinking more long term here. He might be thinking he, if he does lose the player for a season to so let him get footy under his belt alone would make sense for them and then that. Would Liverpool be willing to take someone alone for a season? Maybe. I don't know. Listen, a lot of this depends on who they can get this summer. Ideally, Liverpool want to start their rebuild now and they want to start it with players who they can sign to long-term contracts. That's why I think they want Mount, McAllister, Gravenberch, Garte. They're all relatively young players, players with you know who could get on a four- or five-year deal and have them still in their 20s or just about to go into their 30s by the time their contracts run out. Would they be willing, if they can't get some of those targets, to take a loan deal for Schuermany while he's, you know, if he's looking for more footy, while the likes of Kruse and Modric are very much still in the plans of of Carlo Ancelotti, potentially. But yeah, um, I just thought it was really interesting, really, that, again, I'm not surprised Liverpool are still interested. They were really interested in him last summer. They made a big push to get him. Ultimately, he chose to go to Real Madrid. um. Let me know again, you guys, if you're listening along, you can use our socials, you can get involved with us at the Red Men TV on Instagram, on Twitter, we're on Facebook as well. There's no your thoughts on the Schuermany stuff. I personally, I don't see Liverpool going for a loan for him unless it was like, they got, they got to a stage where there was like four or five targets who they just couldn't get. But if he went up for sale and Madrid decided, you know what, we're we'll getting Bellingham, we've got these other star superstar players around as well, we can afford to let him go and we can make some money on him then I'm sure Liverpool will be at the front of that queue, regardless of what the cost is. I'll be honest, my guess is that isn't the case. I still think Carlo Ancelotti would quite like to keep him around. And like I say, if he was that keen to get him regular footy, I'm sure he'd get him a loan deal elsewhere. I, I just don't think... I personally don't see Liverpool going in for a loan, but I might be wrong. Um, right, then I mentioned before what Jerno insights. I will have Neil Jones in later on Thursday. To talk all about some of these stories that we've, t- I'll definitely push them on the Agathe stuff for sure. Um, for sure, rather if you want to watch or listen to that show as well as our transfer insight with Prash- with Proxima, Janadas, Aaron Barton again, all about the same player. If you head to RedmenPlus.com, if you're a New customer, if you've never tried that Red Men Plus before and you want to give it a go, if you sign up as a yearly Club Captain subscription, that would usually cost you £50 for the year. However, on the payment screen, if you type in the code YEAR, Y-E-A-R you'll get a 50% discount. So rather than paying 50 quid for a year, you'll get it for 25 quid a year. Works out at what? Just over £2 a month, pretty much. Absolute bargain. We're desperate for you guys to go and join us and listen to it and enjoy the content. We're really keen for you to do that and hence why we're giving it this offer. I th- we think it's amazing. We want as many people listening to it as we can. So we're doing an amazing offer for you guys. We, we are so proud that we produce on Redmen Plus. We want to give you all a chance to in- you know get involved with it. So yeah, Yearly club captain, use the code YEAR and you will get 50% off. Geno Insight, we've got Transfer insights as we go into the season. There's a Roberto Firmino documentary that'll be on there at some point that you'll get involved in that yearly subscription as well. Absolute tons for you to sink your teeth into. So yeah, I'll stop talking now. That has been the latest edition of the Men by Taz podcast. Thanks for listening, thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back with another one of these tomorrow. See you later. Thanks
1: for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now.
0: Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust Oleum's new Custom Spray 5 in 1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks